Hello and welcome to Pure Worship Radio. This is Scott Cunningham and I'll be your host as we highlight and interview various worship leaders and artists who love Jesus and are writing songs that both edify the church and glorify Christ. Our mission is to capture the story behind the songs and the heart behind the music. So thanks for joining us today. We pray that you're greatly encouraged by our time of letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And today we're really excited to have with us singer, songwriter, and worship leader, Danae Templeton. I know you're going to be greatly encouraged by her heart for the Lord and the music that she's been writing. So let's start off today's program with a few of the songs from her latest EP. I'm afraid of being broken, but you Breaking bones to set to be glorified. It's not freely surrender out of forcing away from myself. It's a million times brighter when you look into it. told me oh, at least a couple dozen times before and though I heed it briefly I still gave and shrugged my shoulders would you stay? I heard you whisper as I headed for the door you called my name oh call out my That was music from Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio, and today we have the privilege of having her on the program in studio to get to know her a little bit better and her heart for the Lord. And Danae, thanks so much for coming today. It's so great to have you on the program. For sure. Thank you so much for having me here. Just to let our audience get to know you a little bit better, let's start off today with a bit of your testimony, your personal history, and how you came to know Christ. Well, I was very blessed to be brought up in a family that um, 
taught me from a very young age that it's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So even in the realm of Christianity, I was blessed knowing that it wasn't just religion. And then um, I think as I grew older, I really realized I had to make a choice between this being what I was brought up with, being my parents' faith, and did I just, is this just what we did? That's what they did, and so it's what I do? Or do I really believe it for me? And, you know, I, I remember as like a fifth or a sixth grader thinking, the Mormons say that they're right, and mm-hmm. there are other people that say that they're right, and we say that we're right, so what, what makes it different? And I just came to the conclusion in my little heart, like, no, it's the only thing that makes sense. And I firmly, firmly believed it. And then um, after I after I graduated from high school, I went to Bible college, and I think that really solidified my faith. And I knew I came to know of the Lord in a way that I didn't even know was possible. You know, I read... Andrew Murray's book, Absolute Surrender, and that just turned my life upside down, thinking that Jesus could be a part of every single little detail of my life. And it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, I'm God and I live my life, you know? Right. Like, he's God and I live my life, but that he cares every day about who I talk to and what I say. And yeah. I could even, you know, open my closet and be like, hey, what, do you, what should I wear today? You yeah. know? And he could <laughs> even help me with that. It was just like baffling to me. Yeah. And then um, the realization that the Holy Spirit can speak to you throughout the day. That was Mm -hmm. huge to me as well. And then um, just more recently, like maybe two years ago, I had a dear friend who came to radically know the Lord. And it was him and his cousin. And when they came to know the Lord, it was just the most beautiful thing that I had ever seen. And the transformation in their lives was so vivid and real and Mm -hmm the Holy Spirit was speaking to them and working in their lives. And, and, um, just recently he decided this is all fake. I don't believe any of it. And he completely walked away. And I kept hearing stories from everybody about, though, this is what he believes now. And I just, I didn't believe it. And so I met with him and had a talk with him and he gave me all of his reasons. And he's a very intellectual, Mm -hmm. intelligent, uh, person and um, I'm not like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not stupid, but I like all of the high theology and philosophy and yes. all those huge words. You know, I don't, I don't track with that. And so when he was speaking to me like this and giving me all these arguments against Christianity that I had never heard before, mm-hmm. there was a seed of doubt that was placed in my heart. You know, and at the beginning of the conversation, I was just listening to him brokenhearted. And then all of a sudden I was like, what if he's right? Like, Mm. what if I did just make this up and I want it to be true so bad that it's true. I think it's true, but it's really not. It's just some big facade. And, um, and that began, I think the period in my life when I sincerely was like, do I believe this Mm -hmm. and why? Yeah. And, um, being raised in a Christian home and always having the word of God, I just, there were things that I had never questioned before. And I felt so ashamed and wrong for even having these thoughts in my head. What if God doesn't exist? And what if Jesus wasn't even really a person? And what if the Bible is just a bunch of nice stories that sound great, but aren't really true, like deep down. And, um, I wrestled with it for a couple days 
And then I finally was like, I got to tell somebody about this because the little tiny doubt was just growing and growing into this mental, you know, I just felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. And um, my dad, bless his heart, I love him so much. He's such a great man. Um, I told him absolutely terrified that he was going to be like, how dare you like get out of my house or whatever, you know, but he just lovingly and calmly and confidently was like, you ask those questions, like whatever questions you have, you let me know. And one by one, we'll talk about them together and we'll research him and I'll talk to you as much as you want, or you just tell me what you want, you know? And, um, it was a good two or three months like working through all of that stuff for me because Mm. I just realized that I believed all these things because people told me that they were credible and valid, but Mm. I had never searched for myself to see whether they were credible and valid. And so I also was really given a glimpse of what it was like on the other side, because knowing the Lord from such a young age, I never knew, I never, I never, I didn't ever know what it was to not have him and to not have hope. Right. And for a brief, a brief time in that three months, I think it was like three or four days. I was like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in any of it, you know? And, um, I just, there was this utter hopelessness. Like, what is all this? What's the point? Yeah. And I totally, I get it. Why people go to drugs and why people party and why people sleep around and why people commit suicide. Cause it's like there's if there's no purpose if there's no god if there's no truth or reason then it's like what what are we doing here (laughs) you know and i felt that hopelessness for the first time and it was it was scary and it was dark and i remember um i was actually at a retreat leading worship when that happened and i felt Mm. like such a hypocrite because i was like i don't even know if i believe any of this right now you know yeah but here I am like leading worship for these women, like praise the Lord, you know? Yeah. And um, during the free time, I just took off into the forest and was asking lots of questions and was angry. And I remember not hearing anything at all. And I was really frustrated at that because I just felt like if God is real and he's big, he could speak to me right now if he wanted to. And mm-hmm. he's not. And mm-hmm. it's just silent. And um, I sat down on this rock just hopeless I guess at the end I really felt like I was at the end Mm. and I felt a little voice say like get up and look at that tree over there and so I did and I remember I looked really close at the bark of the tree and it was like all these little tiny puzzle pieces all fit together just right and I was trying to like break off the pieces of the bark but they were fit together so perfectly all the little puzzle pieces that it it wasn't just coming off like a on a regular tree I don't know and um and I just felt the Lord speak to me like do you think that that was an accident and I kind of was thinking about it and all the things that I've heard about you know we came into existence by this big explosion but then it's like every time we see an explosion there's nothing that comes from it it's just destruction you know and chaos yeah And so I was like, well, no, it couldn't be an accident because all these little puzzle pieces are fitting together just perfect. And Mm. and I just felt the Lord speak to me like, I know what will cause this tree to grow. I know what will cause it to die. I know what will sustain it. I know what will shrivel it up. I know the drought that it can 
handle and what it can't handle. And I know how tall it will be. And I know what it takes from a seed to get to the point that it is today. And, Mm. and I was just thinking in my head, like, okay, that's true. I believe that. Like, okay, there must be a God, you know, there must be something greater because this tree couldn't just come into existence by itself. And then I felt him speak to me, like, how much more do I know you and what, what it takes to sustain you and what causes you to shrivel up and, and the things that you need in order to thrive. And, um, I was still very hesitant because of other things that had happened in my Christian life, you know, feeling like I heard the Lord so clearly speak to me and then being wrong about that or something, you know? So I completely, I doubted ever being able to really hear the Lord because how do you know if it's really the Lord or not? So after hearing that, um, I guess I took it with a grain of salt, like, all right, there, there's gotta be something greater. Let's call it God. Um, but I'm, I'm not so quick to put, to be like, okay, like it's all true. The Bible's true, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like over the next couple of months, it just was really a lot of research and I wasn't quick to believe any of it because I was so quick to believe everything before. So it was very cautious, but historically what it came down to was Jesus was a person. He did live on this earth and there's no way that I could, I would, I would have to be a fool and ignore all of this historical factual evidence yeah. to say, oh, he never existed. Okay. If he existed, then who was he? Was he insane or mm. was he who he really said he was? Yeah. But there was just as much evidence that he did raise from the dead, which validated all of the other claims that he made. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I believe that Jesus was God, but I don't believe in any of the Bible because how do I, how do I know any of that is true? You know? Yeah. But then the gospel accounts were so, they've been proven so historically accurate that I was like, okay, I only believe the gospels and none of the other stuff, you know? (laughs) And my faith just grew like step by step like that, where it was like, okay, if I believe the gospels, then Jesus quoted from a bunch of the Old Testament. So, okay, I only believe like those passages from the Old Testament. And then it just grew and grew and grew again. But this time it was like, he showed me. It wasn't because Joe Holden told me in apologetics class that all of these great professors said that it was true. You know, it was like, I know that it's true because I doubted completely and he proved himself faithful again. That time was so dark and so by far the most difficult period that I've had thus far in my life. But I'm just praise the Lord for his faithfulness and his grace in our lives. He saw me through it and... Yes. One of the things that I was so struck by when I was sort of getting over the hump was he had been the rock firm beneath my feet the entire time. Yeah. Even though I felt like I was everywhere and I didn't know what to hold on to. It was just like looking back, just like the song that I'll be playing. Um, he has been faithful. Mm-hmm. He is faithful. He will be faithful. He will always be faithful, you know, and yeah. I saw it proof in my in my life, in my heart, in my mind, how he just met me, even though I didn't even know he was meeting me, even though I didn't believe him at all, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love how Jesus isn't afraid of our doubts or he's not shocked by our doubts. I I was was fascinated reading that that passage in scripture with Thomas where he said, I won't believe unless I put my finger in his side and, you know, and touch it, touch the wounds. And and Jesus actually appears to him and says, 
Thomas, here's my hands and you know my feet, yeah. here's my side. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. I just feel like for the for the honest doubter that's truly doubting or struggling with doubt, it's so wonderful to see how the Lord meets that person right where they're at, you know. And um, and I, I love that. Some people will, will doubt because they're they're they don't want to believe. They don't want to right. have any. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. Other people are doubting honestly, and you see God faithfully showing up to you know to to answer those questions. Absolutely, and it's, it's beautiful. Those who seek will find.
You're listening to Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio. Danae, also, you're, you're newly married. You're a newlywed right now. How, how long have you been married for? About a month. a month. Almost a month. Yes, and you're married to an awesome guy. Yes. Dave Downs. Yep. Your official name is now Danae Downs, yep. but it's obviously when people are searching for your music, they'll be looking for Danae Templeton. Mm-hmm. And you guys are planning a church, correct? Yeah, it's actually already kind of begun like the little sprouts are springing up from the ground but yes that's an insane story just of itself you know him my husband now and uh this italian national lorenzo are Mm. very good friends and um they had been praying about starting a church for a couple of years in ferrara a town called ferrara so for the past year they were sincerely praying before that it was just kind of like laura that'd be cool But then just the last year, they were like, man, Lord, please open the doors for Ferrara. Like, Mm. please show us exactly what you want and give us a heart. And and then last summer, this group of Filipino women, so random in Italy, (laughs) got in touch with Lorenzo in this roundabout way and said, hey, please, like, come over to our house for dinner. We want to meet you. We're Christians. We want to meet, like, other Christians. And so he said, okay. So he went over to their house for dinner and then they were like, all right, teach us something. And he was like, "What? wait, I haven't prepared anything. What do you mean? And they were like, well, we don't care what it is. Just open your Bible and read us something and tell us what it means. That's amazing. And so he was like, okay. So he did. And then they were like, great. That was so awesome. Do you want to do it tomorrow? And he was like, okay. And so every day they were like, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Until finally he was like, look, I have a wife. I have a kid. I have a job. Let's yeah. just meet on Wednesday and Sundays. Yeah. And so ever since that time, they, they've they been meeting Wednesdays and Sundays. And it's just the sweetest group, really, wow. Sheep Without a Shepherd. They just, totally. they're so hungry and eager. And like they told Lorenzo, hey, we don't take communion. Shouldn't we be doing that? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they started doing communion and then just underhandedly kind of being like, hey, Pastor Lorenzo. And he's like, what? Like... <laughs> Pastor Lorenzo. And then uh, I think at one point they were like, shouldn't we be tithing? We want to tithe. And he was like, we have nothing, like we have no building to support or okay, like (laughs) go ahead and tithe. So they've been tithing and saving up for if the Lord does something, you know, it's just sweet, sweet group. And then just really recently, Dave met these Italian Christians. Well, interested in Christianity, at least in evangelical Christianity. And so now they have a little group of Italians coming to the church as well. It's just crazy. The Lord has just opened the doors so insanely, like it should not be happening. They're meeting for free in a room in a Catholic church. It's like, it's absolutely unheard of. And I think really heavily that validates what they're doing Mm -hmm. for the Italians. Oh, yeah. Because sure. if the priest says it's okay, then right. maybe it is okay, you know? Right. So they have people coming in on Sunday morning going, is this mass? And they're like, no, kind but you're of. welcome to stay. <laughs> I know. That's what Dave says. Uh, y- yes, it is. <laughs> but no, so awesome. they're always like, mass is around the corner, but you're welcome to come. Like, we're just a group that we're just having a little Bible study. So yeah. oh, that's it's so rad. Cool. The Lord is just, it's that. insane. It's so exciting 
Yeah. Like the doors that are opening that it's just like those shouldn't be open. Yeah. And you guys are, you're moving back obviously together. You're, you've been here in the States yeah. uh, since your wedding and mm-hmm. you guys are moving back uh, in August or is it? In, July in, 31st is when we right. leave. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Well, let's talk about some of the songs that you've been writing over the years. Um, You've obviously been leading worship for many years Mm -hmm. uh, as well um, and been writing songs. Let's talk about one of those songs uh, here on the program today. I wrote this song last summer concerning my fears about Italy and David and my future and all of those things. Because um, like I spoke to you about, you know, for a period in my life, I felt like I heard the Lord so clearly. Like, yes. I remember I did one semester of Bible college in Spain and the Lord said, I want you to do this semester in Spain. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I pursued it and it worked out and it was just like, wow, the Lord spoke to me that, you know? And so I, I was used to hearing the Lord speak in such a clear and direct way that, um, I guess I had this idea that that's always how he spoke for everything. So when I was praying about Italy and, you know, my relationship with David and everything, there was just so much fear because I never heard the Lord say, I want you to be a missionary in Italy, you know? Yeah. And I really craved that. But then I realized, you know, up until that point, I had thought walking by faith means you hear the Lord say something that you don't understand and you do it anyway, Mm -hmm. because that's faith. But I never realized that faith also means maybe you don't hear the Lord at all, but mm-hmm. you use the principles of his word and you move forward, mm-hmm. trusting that he does not allow the righteous man's foot to slip. And right. and when you do fall, he picks you back up and he picks up the pieces. And, Amen. you know, like yeah. I just I never thought that that's what he did. And so yeah. um, so this song was really written I mean, it's pretty, it's like a story song. It's pretty self-explanatory. I've been trying for so long to find a song for you, waiting for conviction strong to rouse inspiration in you. I was. I, when I was in Bible college, I would just be filled with emotion about, oh, the Lord is so good. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to write a song. And it would just, you know, I I couldn't write it down fast enough. It would just explode out of me. But, um, when I went back to school for music, it was just like that inspiration wasn't so strong anymore. Yeah. And so, and I'm not a very disciplined person. <laughs> so <laughs> to just sit down and write a song, even though I don't have feelings about anything or yeah. have anything on my mind to even write about was like, well, what's the point of that? You know, like <laughs> I never even viewed it from that perspective. And so here I sit still pondering what to sing. And all at once I hear the words of David ring in my heart. You have been faithful. And as I was thinking about my past, it was just like, you know, what do I sing about? What do I write about? I don't know. Nothing's coming to my head. And then it was like, oh, the one theme that has been pretty consistent that I've seen up until now is like, he has always been faithful, always, Mm. no matter what. And then it says, um, David said to sing a song of all your wonders. So I will sing how strong you are to take this life and better my blunders. You are still faithful. And that was me learning maybe I'll make a mistake, you know, Mm. maybe I won't walk perfectly or hear the Lord say step left and I'll step left and it'll work out just right. But, um, but he's faithful when we make a mistake to still put it back together again. Um, and then let me tell you about a girl who stood still too afraid to move. She was looking for a sign that would ensure the right direction, but there was no parting of the sea. 
So getting down on bended knee, I think that was the key. She's letting go of circumspection. And that was really encompassed in that is my whole struggle of you never told me I should be with David. You never told me I should be a missionary in Italy. You never told me, yes, this is what you should be doing. Mm. And it was like, Lord, just speak. I know you can. Like, just show me. Just give me a dream or a vision or have someone come to me and say, like, the Lord told me to tell you. Yes. But nothing, like nothing came. And so I just was in complete turmoil. Mm. But when I would seek the Lord in prayer, I would have peace, not because he said, yeah, this is right. Do that. But the only really the only thing that he spoke to me all all these years that I've been praying about David and marriage in Italy and all of that was trust me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's what faith is, is is trusting the character of God. And that's that's one thing that has really been a huge lesson in my life because it's like. You know, maybe everything won't work out pretty. Maybe it will be really hard. Maybe it will be really painful. But yeah. um, there's actually a song that Sarah Groves wrote. I think you just interviewed her, didn't you? Yeah, she was just on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Funny. Um, but there's a song that she writes, and she talks about how, you know, you say that you'll always provide for us, but if you don't provide for us, I'm still going to praise you because you providing for me is no measure of your faithfulness to Mm. me. Mm. And that's really been the cry of my heart. You know, like Mm. I want everything to be pretty and Disney and it works out with a happy ending, but sometimes it's not like that. But that doesn't mean that the Lord hasn't directed you or that Mm -hmm. he isn't faithful or that he isn't good. And that's, that's what we're supposed to have faith in. You know, he's good no matter what he loves me, no matter what he works all things together for my good. We love it. Love it. That's so good. And you're going to sing that for us live here in, in the studio right now. I'm excited to hear it. Um, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and share it? All right. I've been trying for so long to find a song for you. Waiting for conviction strong to rouse inspiration new. Here I sit still pondering what to sing And all at once the words of David ring in my heart You have been faithful Sing a song of all your wonders So I will sing how strong you are To take this life and better my blunders You are still faithful
I think that was the key. She's letting go of circumspection. The steps don't get easier, and questions don't cease for her. But she has more peace as she lays it at his feet. Something to be said about rest, about resting, not in what she thought she heard, but in who you are. Steps don't get easier and questions increase, but I have seen peace as I lay it all at your feet. Something to be done about rest, about resting in your character, your promise, and in deep, true scars. What you shut, no one can open. What you open, none can shut. Cause you hold the key of David, and it's still scary, but I'll keep walking forward in the steps I trust you hold. And not because the way is clear, but I'm choosing faith, not fear. been listening to Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio, and we're so thankful to have her in studio. We've been hearing her heart for the Lord and the songs she's been writing the last few years. And today, let's continue on with some of those song stories, and um, let's tackle another song today. Okay. So earlier, I talked a little bit about hearing the Lord speak and um, being wary to listen, not knowing if it was Him, because, you know, sometimes you might hear Him and then it's not right or whatever. So there was this certain situation in my life that I felt like the Lord had really, really, really clearly spoken about. And I held on to that tight. And um, it just seemed like time went by and time went by. And I was like, hello, you know, are you going to do what you said you're going to do? And then more things happened. And I just, I didn't like it. It was really uncomfortable. And I came to a point in my own heart where I was just like, man, I hate this. Like, I don't, I don't like God right now. You know, I'm not happy with him, but it was like, 
I mean, it culminated to a point where it was just like, I have two choices. I can either leave because I don't like it or I can like Peter say like, well, where else am I going to go? <laughs> you know? And I just, you know, still I feel so strongly like that's so important for us in our Christian lives to be, to be determinedly God's no matter what happens because you know, sometimes some really difficult and painful things will happen. But again, like, he's good and he's faithful no matter what. And um, the chorus of this song says, this heart is yours. It's said and done, though I be slain. To whom else could I run? Mm. And um, I think several times I've come to the point where it's just like, I would like out in a way, yeah. you know? this Christian faith really isn't easy sometimes, but where else am I going to go? Because mm. Jesus is truth and life and mm. he has the words of eternal life. And yeah. I know that Joseph Smith, like you test the things that he said and they weren't true, you know, and mm -hmm. like all these other great men that have these great ideas or whatever, but it's just like, they're not true. They're not true. None of them are true. Mm. Maybe some of them are nice, yeah. but they're not true. But Jesus, he has the truth and the life. And so, so this song is just about, you know, going through things that are difficult and painful and you don't like it and maybe you don't like God, but really, like, what else am I going to do? Because he has the words of eternal life. So it ends with make these feet, like wherever I go and this heart, you know, the things that I think and the things that I determine and this song, what, I, what I'm doing, make them determinedly yours and ever strong. Suffering by your loving hand, Lord, please make my heart to grow less like me and more like snow. I desire to trust you now, but it seems hard.
this heart, this song, determinedly yours and ever strong. Determinedly yours and ever strong. You've been listening to Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio. We've been talking about the song she's written over the last few years. And Danae, let's talk about another song that you've recently written. Okay. So this one, it kind of started just as a cool little riff. And then, um, I don't know, sometimes I think in writing that it has to be like deep and serious to be a good song. Mm -hmm. And so the songs that are more fun, I, in my head, I don't really count them as real songs, which is silly. I don't know why. (laughs) But, um, you know. In our, in our Christian walks, too, like, it's not just all serious and somber, like, praise the Lord with thanksgiving, you know? Yes, like, yes. So this song is called Thankful For, and it just talks about, you know, we really do have so much to be thankful for. And I think us as Americans especially have so much to be thankful for. And mm-hmm. even just traveling in Europe a little bit and living in Italy, it's like, we don't realize how much we've got it made here. It's so comfortable and convenient and it's cheap to live here relatively speaking and there's air conditioning everywhere (laughs) and you know it's just it's easy it's totally easy and it's all about the customer and the consumer and so everything is made easy for you because everybody wants to please you because they want your money (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like it's not like that in other places you know but most of all I think it's our the freedom that we have here we totally take for granted. Um, I just recently watched some movies about slavery and how these people had absolutely no choice in the matter. And I think about the Christians in China that they have to have silent worship services because if anybody finds them, they'll all go to prison and maybe be killed for their faith. And it's just like, man, just having the 4th of July, it's like, thank yeah, thank you, God, for our freedom. Mm. We can we can go sing worship songs on the street. We can have a Bible study in the park if we want. Like totally. we have so much to be thankful for. Yeah. We have so much materially and spiritually, the the rich spiritual heritage of this nation. We have so, so much to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. And um one of the things that the Lord has really taught me in overcoming maybe depression or bad moods or just hard things in life that you don't like is choosing to be thankful in that moment Mm -hmm. and even vocalizing it. And, uh, I think that there's a great battle and victory over the enemy. That's won when we choose to say, Lord, thank you so much. You know, whatever you're stuck in traffic on the 405 for hours (laughs) and everyone's cutting you off. And it's like, Lord, thank you that I have a car. You know what I mean? It's like, no matter what, like you can find something to be thankful for. I think we just, we don't even realize it. So this is just a fun song. And at the end, it's kind of the same idea. Like I'm going to determine, I'm going to determine to like stay here and be thankful. I'm going to determine not to complain in my heart and in my head, but Mm. to sing praises and to be thankful for the many, many blessings that I have. Amen. Let's take a listen. I have so much to be thankful for We have so much to be thankful for too Don't you know that there is so much more Yeah, we know that there 
opens doors. Yeah, we know. I'll be surprised at what he has in store. I bet we'll be surprised at what he has in store too. Too many times I almost get it. I give up without much of a fight and that's not okay Cause I'm a little bit closer than I was before And I'm not gonna stop till there's a little bit more of you Till I don't wanna break away I don't wanna stop when I get a minute I wanna put all of my little heart in it Caleb, I wanna fight those giants So I'm gonna keep on staying Keep on praying I'm gonna keep on waiting Wanna go deep, drop me straight in You've been listening to Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio. We're so thankful to have her in studio and talking about some of the stories behind the songs and the heart behind the music. And Danae, um, let's tackle another song. Let's talk about um, one that you've recently written. All righty. So two summers ago, I was in Scotland. It was the same summer that I was traveling around to all those European churches when the Almonds had invited me out. Yes. And um, the Lord gave me this verse about David uh, ministering to Saul and how his music was used for healing and really spoke clearly like your music is going to be used for healing. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay. And just kind of tucked it away. And then um, this specific song was birthed out of a weekend with a guy named Davide Di Lecce, who is from Milan, Italy, and a guy named Brandon B, who is a worship and recording artists yeah. all around the States. Um, and uh, in Italy, like I was just saying, we're so blessed here in America. You know, there's country worship, there's jazz worship, there's yeah. hip hop worship. There's, you know, <laughs> if you don't like a worship song, throw it out, find another one or whatever. Yeah. And in Italy. Pretty spoiled. Yeah. T- oh, absolutely. Yeah. So spoiled. In Italy, it's like the vineyard songs from the 1990s have been translated to Italian and that's what they still sing. Right. And that's it, you know? Yeah. Those are the songs that they have. There's such a desperate need for just fresh music and fresh songs over there. Yeah. And so um, the three of us got together for three or four days and we just were praying, Lord, please, you know, give us some music for Italy. So this song was birthed out of that. And... Um, there was a man named Brent Eam who recently passed away from brain cancer. Um, 
and just went through like a really tough battle, but he loved the Lord so, so much. Mm. And when he was, you know, going through all of his chemo and getting worse and worse, my mom, who's a theater teacher, was doing the play uh, Pilgrim's Progress. And at the end, it talks about, you know, all the all the suffering that we have. It's it's turned to gold and mm. all the burdens that we carry. It's for glory. And um, yeah. it's just it was a beautiful picture of how the difficult things that we go through in this life are treasures in heaven, you yeah, know, yeah. as Christians, we have that. And so um, I think that's what was in my head when I was writing this, how Brent had just made his way to heaven yeah. and how the last year of his life was so incredibly painful and difficult, not just physically, but because he was realizing, you know, my two young boys, like I'm never going to see them grow up and wow. they yeah. don't, they're not going to have a dad and my wife is being left to herself, you know, like yeah. she's not going to have a husband and, but how all of that, like the Lord, it's treasure mm-hmm. to the Lord. Like he doesn't, the Lord honors the things that we give up and that we lose for his name's sake. Mm. And even just entrusting him in something like that, you know, yeah. there's, it's not just faith to be healed. It's faith to be sick and pass away and know that the Lord is good and yeah. he has our best interest in mind. So um, I think that's what was in the back of my head when mm. we wrote this song. But the cool thing is um, that guy, Abele, that I talked about earlier, his mother passed away. Um, he had had a she had had a long bout with cancer as well, and she was older and it was just really painful for her. And David went to Sicily where she was in the hospital to just be there and minister to her. And I had met her once or twice and she had heard a few of my songs and um, she had heard this song. And it's so funny because when Dave walked into the hospital, her first words were, where's your girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, she's not here. She's in America, but I brought you some music. And she had these big headphones on like the ones we're wearing right now in her hospital bed with her eyes closed. Dave sent me a picture and she didn't even want to talk. She just wanted to listen to this song over and over and over. Wow. And then she passed away the next day. Wow. And um, a couple days later after the funeral had happened, Abele and the whole family and David and other friends in the Lord and family in the Lord were just gathered around and they were looking at, um, I think it was a slideshow or something of her life that they had played at the funeral. Yeah. And um, my song was playing or something. And Abele turned to David and was like, this music is like like when David ministered to Saul and it was just Mm. used for healing. And he said that exact verse. And right then Dave texted me and was like, you'll never believe what Abelie just said. (laughs) I had completely forgotten about the whole thing in Scotland. And I was just like, man, Lord, you're so good. Like he remembers his promises, even when we forget them, you know, he's faithful, even though we're faithless. And just to see, I mean, there were so many facets of that, that blessed me just to see that like, the Lord is using these little tiny songs, you know, they're not even that great, yeah. but he's, he's using them for healing and to bless these Italians and the need for fresh music. And he's doing that. And then he's keeping his promises to me and in, in doing what he said that he would do with this mm-hmm. music. And it's just like, Lord, help me to be faithful, not to be selfish in this music or whatever, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, give me those songs and help me to be disciplined to write so that these can be used for healing. Amen. So, Amen. so yeah. That's what the song is. And you've uh, sung this one in English and in Italian, right? Yes. And this version is actually a compilation of both okay. so that you kind of can get the idea in English. But 
get the spiciness of the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let's take a listen. There's a seal on my heart for a place that I know. Every day it draws closer. A qua giù. Oro sarà, ogni giorno si avvicina, ogni giorno si avvicina, ogni giorno si avvicina. Conforto in te, ogni giorno si avvicina. Every struggle in living prepares us for there. Surely you will deliver us. Surely you will deliver us. Ogni giorno si avvicina. been listening to Danae Templeton here on Pure Worship Radio. And Danae, thank you so much for being on the program today. It's so great to have you. And before we let you go, um, can you tell us where we can get a hold of your music? If you go to iTunes and just search Danae Templeton with its D-E-N-A-E, um, there's just a little EP, five, five or six songs. Yes. But my wonderful husband has been on my case for doing more. So hopefully there will be more out there soon. And uh, there's a couple of videos and music on YouTube. Um, and if you Google my name, I think some other stuff will come up. Awesome. Well, today, thank you so much for coming once again. We pray the Lord continues to bless and use you guys as you take a step thank of faith you. to go plant a church in Italy. It's so awesome. So, so exciting. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today on Pure Worship Radio. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by our time spent together. May God continue to bless and keep you as you live your life of worship, responding to the grace of God. 